Hey everyone, I'm Wendy McSwain. I'm the Communications Director here at Real Life Church. Welcome to A Real Life Moment. This is a podcast series presented by Real Life Church to offer you a quick moment of advice, some inspiration, and sometimes just share a conversation with you. Today, Mike Davis, our lead pastor, and I are going to talk about the latest sermon series at Real Life Church. It's called Upstream, Don't Conform, Be Transformed. Hey, Mike, how are you? I'm good, Wendy. How are you? (laughs) I'm good. We're back. Yes, we are back. Some weeks since we had one of these. But time flies, so we're just kind of hanging on and, okay, here's what's next. So, yeah, I've I've been really excited about this series for some time. Uh, I felt like the Lord revealed it uh, some months ago. So in preparation, thinking it through, and, and just, uh, I really appreciate your tagline, because you had asked me uh, to give you a tagline for that, and I was like, I, yeah, and, and as I shared that with you, and you came up with the taglines, like, that was perfect. Uh, don't conform, be transformed. And I think a big part of uh, the series itself has come out of that idea that following Jesus is easy. Right. And in truth, in, in America, here in the States, in many ways it is. Yeah. Uh, because we have freedom to worship and to witness to our faith, and we should always be grateful. I'm extremely grateful. Many people have sacrificed so that we have that. But, but Jesus is really clear. Truly following Him is more than just, okay, a quick little prayer. Read your Bible over here when things get tough. Pray when things are down. Da- no, 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 it's not that. It's not that at all. And so that's kind of what got the juices flowing. Yeah. And I do have to add, too, the the idea of Upstream came out of uh, when my wife, Barry, and I were watching um, The Chosen. Yeah. And she found that, and and so we got to watch it, and we heard a lot about it. So she and I both really enjoyed that. And the logo of that, I actually purchased her a T-shirt for her birthday uh, or for Christmas. I don't remember. One of those two things. And it it shows a fish swimming up the stream, and I just, that's it. That's what I've been looking for. And so that's kind of how it all came out. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, if you had not seen the graphic yet for this series, it has a little red fish and it's swimming opposite of the rest of the fish. And she did it because she's <laughs> the smart one. Well, you started me off well. I'm like, look at that from The Chosen. So right. that was a good jumping off point. Yeah. Um, so it's not about swimming upstream, but it's based on the book of Matthew. It's come out of the Sermon on the Mount. And the reason kind of chose that was because the words that thing Jesus speaks in the Sermon on the Mount are, are heavy. Yeah. There's there's nothing easy about the Sermon on the Mount. And we think of it in terms of him speaking directly to the 12 disciples. Certainly we know that, but I'm not convinced that there was quite a crowd there listening as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some discrepancy among scholars whether that was a very intimate speaking to the 12 or to a large. I, I take it as a large gathering. And it was like Jesus was planting the seeds among those who weren't followers yet, but also pouring into his present followers. Guys, following me is not going to be easy. Mm. This is going to be tough. But when he gives the overall of the Sermon on the Mount, he's not, I mean, he, he's talking about some difficult things. And those are things that we've tried to cover and will continue to cover in the next couple of weeks that honestly, I don't know that as, as uh, people who think about Christianity or perhaps what does it mean to follow Jesus, I'm not sure that they even think about what that is. Right. So that's the challenging remarks that he gives in that message. Yeah. So the first sermon was about don't judge. Do not judge. Yeah. Boy, that hits you, doesn't it? <laughs> it started off real strong. Yeah, that's it. Come back and get more of this one. He just beat me to a pulp. No, I ain't never coming back to this church. 
But, you know, it's, it's funny because I know we all struggle with yes. that. All of us do. And uh, using the illustrations each week, that's been fun for me because I like doing stuff like that. And um, that that picture of using a two-by-four compared right. to a toothpick. Yeah. And so many of us, we're, we're easy to pick on everybody up to small little stuff, and we, we lose out on the big plank in our own eye. So when Jesus is sharing that, obviously his 12 pick up on that. But anyone else who's listening are like, whoa, how did he know that that's how I do that? Right. That's because he's Jesus and I'm not. And you were talking about looking in the mirror before you look out the window. That's right. I don't know that I ever thought of that before, you know, and you even had a a mirror and a a window frame up there. And just, you know, thinking about that, looking out at somebody else and how easy that is. And we want to jump to that first. Absolutely. What about them and what's going on in their life? I mean, it just hit me hard. Well, I I think that was his point was to hit everybody hard because we have this idea that it's okay to judge people. And and we all do that. Jesus is not saying we don't judge or that we don't discern. Right. But we do that with grace. We do that with compassion. We, we're, we're concerned more about, like, is my own stuff straight? Am I really living out authentic faith? Yeah. Or am I just putting on a show? Right. And, and following Him is real, and it's hard. And we were encouraged to speak the truth. That's exactly right. And through that right. same message. It's, you know, you just don't ignore things because you're not supposed to judge. It's, you know, you very uh, prayerfully confront, you confront when you're without, called to. Confront without condemning. Yeah. You know, and that is what we're called to do as, as followers of Jesus. He wants us to call it what it is, but to do that without condemning the person. Yeah. So important. Yeah. And that just touches all our relationships. You know, you think about living in your neighborhoods, living in your home. That's right. That's uh, right. That's, that's right. That's super practical. Now, the second week was, was that Mother's Day? When we talked about family, yeah, that was um, that was on marriage, and we and, and the, the the point Jesus was making was a man shouldn't even look at a woman with lust, and so the picture out of that, the bigger framework is that is showing uh, the importance of marriage and that relationship within the marriage, and out of that, how we raise our kids, and uh, I, in my mind, that kind of goes without saying. The world we live in today, right. marriage is is not. Uh, what it once was it's not valued um, as it once was I, I found it interesting too and I really didn't put it together until I was doing my study and research but both of the issues that I dealt with through that actually came out of the context of Jesus dealing with divorce hmm. so I thought well how cool yeah. is that so so that was just another poignant issue that Jesus is helping his followers understand that you know if you're married uh, and if you're not married, right. you don't lust because lust leads to actions that destroy. And so uh, you have to keep your heart very, very clear with that. Yeah, and I know we had a few comments and questions about, well, I'm not married. How does that apply to me? Yeah. I mean, and what you just said. Same thing. Whether, you know, whatever your situation you, is. Your, your part is to be holy and remain pure uh, until marriage, and God honors that. Um and so if, if we can keep our hearts and, and you know, big pictures, you keep your eyes in the right place, you keep your body in the right place. Yeah. But when your eyes wander, it causes your mind to wander and, and the body will follow. Right. Yeah. That's good. And then last week... How was how tough was that? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was child dedication. So well, we did have that first. But <laughs> we did. 
We did, but you know, when you, when you're talking about not hating your enemies, yeah, woo, gosh, uh, it, and not hating them, love them, love them. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> not just not, yeah, not don't just not hate them, but love them. Right. Woo. Well, that's a tall order, but again, that's a part of following Jesus. This is not easy, and boy, what a illustration that he loved. Yeah. I, I went back many times, even preparing that, though I didn't bring it out, but how Jesus always loved his disciples. Well, who were they? One of them was Judas. He knew the whole time what Judas right. was up to. He was a snake. <laughs> Jesus knew it, but he always loved him. And that's how I'm supposed to love people. And man, that's hard. You know you've got enemies. And, and one of the things I wanted to be poignant about too was, I'm in the same boat you are. Yeah. I got enemies. I know them. <laughs> They've told me. And, and, and so we all wrestle with this. And it's, it's difficult to love your enemies, but it's what we're told to do. And if we do that well, Lord willing, in His timing, you know, it draws that person to help them understand that I'm, I'm not here to hurt. I'm here to help. I want to love you with the love that I've been experienced myself in Christ. Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah. All of these, okay, it's, it's, it was in Matthew, so it was, Jesus said this to people a long, long time ago. That's right. But when you watch the news, all of this can apply to just what's happening absolutely today. Yep. And and it's, you know, they that was upstream then. Then they had to swim upstream to live that way. We still do now. Absolutely. I mean, that's just amazing to me. And I guess that's how core these beliefs are and why we need to be reminded uh, that it is what we believe is different than the direction of the world. It is, and it's so relevant. I mean, just like you said, what Jesus spoke 2,000 years ago is just as relevant. You think about what happened in our nation the day before I preached that message. Right. Ten people are killed in Buffalo, New York. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. That's just pure evil and hatred. So, so <laughs> if we could apply wow. that into that situation, that never happens. Right. And people that are different learn to love each other. Yeah. And we're different, so we learn to love. It's, I think it's such a gift to hear what Jesus has to say about things that are happening today. I mean, that's the, that's the voice that we need to hear. It is. And is it, you know, what did the Bible say then? It's, it's, yeah, and it, 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 to me, it's like a fresh wind. Yeah. Woo! Boy, that's exactly what I need to hear because in this world I live in, yeah. I don't get fresh wind. I get seared by the hot sun. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to keep bringing them in for the next couple of weeks because this week, woo, do not worry. How's that going to grab you? Yeah, we're going to have fun with that because, I mean, obviously just like the other things, is things that we all struggle with. But hopefully what we walk away with, and Jesus really sums it up, and I'm going to give this away to, to y'all that watch this. Uh, Matthew 6, 33. The, the, the whole key to this um, is seek first the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. If I seek His kingdom first and His righteousness, then all the things that I worry about yeah. get taken care of. Yeah. If I seek first His righteousness, if I seek first His kingdom, then I don't have to worry about, and Jesus illustrates, what I wear, what I yeah. eat, those kind of things. But even the bigger things that we all worry about, I don't have to worry about those things if I'm focused on his, if I have an opportunity to come my way and I'm scared to death to make this decision about should I take this job or not take yeah. this job, I'm going to have to relocate, da, 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 da. how much, money? all these things. If I'm seeking first his kingdom and his righteousness, there's my answer. Yeah. Now I have to filter that through God, what is your purpose and plan? But if that is my ultimate goal, I don't have to worry. 
Right. Stay up all night, sick, can't eat, pulling out my hair, what yeah. little hair I have. All those <laughs> things that we do because we're worried. And Jesus yeah. is like, no, 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 here's the whole point. Here's how you don't worry. You seek first my kingdom. Right. Wow. That changes everything. Yeah. So that's kind of the focus of this weekend. And then we'll whoo, we'll finish with a boom. We're going to talk about money. <laughs> oh, Boy, Mike, you're really bringing them home. <laughs> Keep that up. So we'll talk about uh, yeah how to manage money and, and God's call on how to do that. Um, and Jesus says you can't you can't uh, worship two masters. Right. And that's how we'll conclude and give some practical things about money and, and how to deal with that and what God tells us in His Word regarding finances and how to do it. But uh, that's how we'll conclude next week. That's good. That's great. Um, as those are all, I mean, all this is good, applicable for today. I can use it right now, you know, as soon as I walk out the door. Right. But how do we, you're talking about, you know, seeking his kingdom first. What's just a real practical way that we can do that today? Because, yes, I want to not judge people and I want to uh, be right in my relationships. And, you know, I don't want to worry, but in the middle of the night, it's hard. It is. And you, let's just say, you know, you wake up in the middle of the night and you, you've got whatever on your heart, on your mind. Uh, the first thing in, that I seek to do, I try to do, is I just, Lord, you know this. Yeah. So, honestly, and I've done this many times through the years, Lord, you already know. Yeah. Speak to my heart about what to do, but let me now rest in you because I need rest. And when I wake yeah. up, I, this is still going to be there. So allow me the rest so that when I wake up, I can seek first your kingdom. So if, for example, somebody offers you this new job and you're just torn to pieces about it, seek first his kingdom. Is this where God wants me to be? Is this my best giftedness? Is this where mm -hmm. I can be best used in his kingdom? Right. And that just takes away, you know, it's no longer about money. It's no longer about greed. It's no longer about all these things that in the flesh we easily fall for. It's about, I. Right, this is what God wants. Yeah. So I don't do this because of, or I do this right. because of. And that just makes it a lot simpler. Yeah. I was thinking about a situation this morning and praying for somebody. And, it, you know, my mind went to, oh, what if that happens to me? And, you know, you could instantly there go down that road. Yep, yep. But instead I thought, no. I'm walking day by day with what what's God's will for me today. And that took it off of me. I love that because, because it does. Because it's Him. It is. He's in control of this situation. You know, it, it just gave me some perspective. So thankfully that time, I didn't go down that road that will take and, me to worry. And we all can. Yeah. And and one of the things I'll close with, even this Sunday, and I don't remember the statistics without them being right in front of me, but yeah. basically psychologists, psychiatrists uh, have, have discerned, so sociologists have discerned, 40% of the things that we worry about never happen. 30% right. of them, um, I forget what it is, but in essence, you boil it down, there's about 8% of the things that we worry about that actually are problems that we have to solve. Yeah. 8%. And when you look at it from that perspective, back to the words of Jesus, don't worry. Right. Because when you worry, man, it's just, it, just, it just zaps you. It just takes all your energy. Solving problems that we don't even have. Correct. <laughs> That's and, what we're and, trying to do. And making problems. Making problems. We're yeah. making them bigger, and it, and it costs us. Yeah. I mean, it costs us our health. Uh, that's one of the points. Is I, I forget what it was. Ten percent of the things that we worry about are 
issues of health, mm. which cause more stress that bring more problems to yeah. our health. And so, you know, it's just amazing. So anyway. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. I enjoyed this series. I've enjoyed it. I, I, I was so excited to start it. But just like all of you, there are moments you're like, I'm not exactly sure how God will go with it because my part, I'm just trying to be obedient. I got how you going to how's this going to fall out? But I've really been excited and uh, <laughs> I have laughed a lot, <laughs> thinking, boy, this is going to really bring on the crowd. There's a man, <laughs> our place is going to be packed this week because everybody wants to know how to love their enemies. No, I want to learn how to hate my enemies. Right. They hate me, I want to hate them back. Right. That's not following Jesus. No. We're swimming upstream. We're swimming upstream. All right. That's good. Yeah, I hope. Yeah. All right. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. <laughs> We're having a good time. I, I hope you are. I usually <laughs> tell people, I enjoy what I get to preach, whether you like it or not. I'm, I'm having a good time. Somebody told me like not, not long ago, they said, well, you're really hitting some hard stuff. I said, yeah, but I have a good time. They said, well, I can tell. Well, <laughs> yeah. I guess that's good. That's good. That's good. Hopefully we're all growing from it. <laughs> I me, hope so, me too. too. I hope so. We do. We hope that um, from these series, from anything that we provide, that you're getting what you need, what the Lord has yeah. meant for your life. Um, so we ask you if, you, if there's content, if you have videos on YouTube or even these podcasts that you enjoy, share them with a friend. Please. Um, let them, find, let them just hear uh, what the Lord is asking us to tell. That's right. And, and then let Him do the work. Um, you can just subscribe. You can share on YouTube, um, Facebook. You can share things there. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for doing it. I, I'm, I'll reiterate what Wendy said. If this has been helpful for you, whether it's the blog or the messages themselves, yeah. share that. I mean, the whole point is that we're about spreading the gospel. Spread the seed. Water the plant. Let it be harvested. However God chooses to do that, right. whether that's through video or on campus, I mean, that's His work. So it's just exciting that, that you do this and you help us to get getting that message out because, boy, if there's ever a time we needed Jesus, it's today. Yeah, you know, we right. need to hear these messages um, of truth that Jesus shared 2,000 years ago. Amen. Yep. All right. So thank you, everybody, for more information on Real Life Church. To listen to the Upstream series or to connect with a staff member, go to discoverreallife.net. That's where you can find us. Great. Thank you. Thanks, Wendy. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>